The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, their respective managements or employees. Live from the marshes of Scotland, it's the Geek Show. (laughs) Coming up on this episode, yes, the internet has given you all the latest news, but it hasn't told you what we think about it on today's episode. Yeah, laddie. Fresh. Oh, he's stuck ba- in it. <laughs> fresh back from visiting his his peoples. <laughs> Took some time off to go visit the fatherland, Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> it's Quad T to Tall Tony. He's back. Yeah, I'm back. I fit right in over there. Yeah, I, I was going to say that. around with my did, red beard and. Did you get mistaken for a local? At I all? I did until I opened my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> or or but but as soon as I asked for the iron brew. They're like, ah, I like this guy right here. He likes Iron Brew. <laughs> Did you drink it? Oh, yeah. It's so good. I love Iron Brew. <laughs> oh. Yep. Did you drink it is the first question she asked. It's Rebecca Frost, everybody. Hi. Yeah, I got to know. I got to know. Got to know. Uh, Ugros Rebecca at Twitter, I will still call it. Uh, well, she's, what's, still, what's she's still hanging in there. Hanging in there. But what sucks too is like every article you read about Twitter, they it's addressed as X or and then parentheses or formerly known as Twitter. Mm. Like, just keep I'm calling it Twitter, you guys. I'm not playing. <laughs> it's still the Sears Tower in Chicago, and it's still Twitter to me. <laughs> it's All still right. the Delta Center in Salt Lake, and it, it is well, again. That's what I mean. <laughs> Always <Yeah>. has been. <laughs> Always has been. <laughs> He's our Sears Tower. He's Lee George Cade, everybody. Oh, well, I I won my first game of Laser Burn in 22 years last night. Really? What's laser laser burn? burn? Oh, that's what we used to call Warhammer 40K. So I just keep oh, it there. Cool. So okay. back back in the mid 80s, it was Laser Burn. He's, he's so. our he's our Warhammer hipster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, excuse it's me. It's actually pronounced Warhammer yeah. 40,000. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you're going to field a zote, you need to bring original OG laser burn yes. rules. <laughs> Not laser blast rules. That's something no, else. Laser burn, mm-hmm. obviously. All right. Plebe. And our don't, host. Yeah. Don't forget oh, our host, Carrie Jackson. Carrie Jackson. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com. All right. Let's begin. Uh, let's see. Oh, Charles likes your hair, Rebecca. We also Thanks. have a question about your shirt. It's oh, my Barbenheimer, Barbenheimer shirt. Barbenheimer shirt. Look at that. The yeah. shirt I was stuck wearing on the day my life fell apart. Oh, and you, you still own the shirt? You haven't uh, like yeah. sacrificed it to the... No. Does, it, does, it, does it still smell like smoke? Um, no. No? Okay. I, I think, think it's, so. I think it's amazing that you were so excited for Barbenheimer and then the price that Barbenheimer exacted on you. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is on our household calendar, I drew like a bomb blowing up on that day so, did you know. so sometimes i wonder if i manifested it like the secret maybe <laughs> if this were a brady bunch episode yes mm. yeah. all right bobby uh, what do you do with that cursed volcanic sand <laughs> <laughs> <Da-da-da-da>. <laughs> all right. uh let's begin then uh oh we got some deliciousness on the interwebs this week in the, in we the form that? of a trailer for what i think we've always wanted I mean, we were excited when this was made into a live-action movie, but I remember when we were reading the comic book, we were like, this needs to be a show. This needs to be an animated show, and we're getting it. What are we talking about? 
uh, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, we got a, our first look at the uh, Scott Pilgrim uh, animated series. Well, we almost Netflix. got our first look. There's nothing there, Lee. <laughs> He's trying. He's trying. What do you mean there's nothing there? It's on my screen. He's. Uh, uh, we've got. Yeah, what a cola on ours. Black box there. Really? So, nothing, yeah. huh? There, oh, there it we is. Go. Right. Okay, now we got. Well, it. Mm, I don't know. I didn't push anything. Glitch right. in the matrix. Yeah. Uh, stupid the, matrix. And what's great about this is that the cast of the live action movie are coming back to voice their parts. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. And and Edgar Wright's directing. Edgar Wright is producing and directing, so uh, this is great. And it's and, uh, Brian Lee O'Malley's involved in it as well. Yeah, How he wrote the script and did all the character design, and yeah. Mm-hmm. How expensive is it now? Because everybody on this cast is famous now. I know, I, right? I think most of them just came running back, like they wanted to do it so very badly. It's true. Uh, John Cena was quoted, or not John Cena, Michael Sarah. <laughs> Michael Sarah, pretty much the same guy. <laughs> the same guy. Same I get guy. them mixed up. Everybody gets them mixed up. <laughs> John Cena goes like this, and he becomes Michael Sarah. <laughs> he does. That's true. Uh, Michael Sarah was saying that he was uh, so sad when it ended. He actually went for like three days and, and was very depressed for three days after it ended. He wanted it to keep going forever. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, I mean, take a look at this cast. I mean, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, yeah, everybody is in this. Brie yeah, Larson. Chris, Chris Evans doesn't need to work. And yeah. he's like, yeah, I'll come back. That's Chris Evans, awesome. Aubrey Plaza, Kieran Culkin. Allison Pill, Anna Kendrick, Jason Schwartzman, Brandon Routh. I mean, it's just such a huge cast. But uh, this show will start on November 17th, and if you haven't seen the trailer, I encourage you to go and look at it. So Beck is not the musical director for this. He was on the movie, but the um, the music is being done by, oh, geez, it's a Japanese band. Deck. Uh, no. That I didn't yeah. look up, yeah. No. Not Sex I, Bob Om. Mick? No, I mean like the music Trent design Reznor for the soundtrack and, and everything. Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that would be good, wouldn't it's it? John, you guys, it's John Williams. Come on, John Williams yeah. is coming out of retirement again for Scott Pilgrim. Takes Scott off. Pilgrim yeah. Part two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, I'm so excited this, for this. This is going to be great on November now, 17th. I want this to succeed more than anything to prove something I've been saying for a long time. If you're going to adapt a comic book and leave the artist out of it, then you're kind of screwing part of the creative talent that made the comic book cool in the first place. Like Umbrella Academy should have been animated, right? Like bring the voice cast on, but do the animation, do justice to the part of the creative team. Well, this is this is awesome. This is a great way to do it. Even though I love the live action Scott Pilgrim so much, hmm. this is exciting. Uh, yeah, looking forward to it. November 17th on your Netflix. Uh, another thing that we're looking forward to, we don't have a release date on this, but we got our first look at this uh, Godzilla Apple TV Plus yeah. series. We're getting a Godzilla Apple Plus show? Yeah. It's a series. Yeah, it's called and Monarch. It's a, huh? It's a straight tie into the movie, isn't it? Yeah, Monarch yeah. Legacy of the Monsters. Ah. And one of the images we got was that father and son, Kurt and Wyatt Russell, are in this, but they are playing the same person just in different times. Hey, that's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, so it's, uh, let's see, Legacy of the Monsters will span three generations and center on two siblings who follow their father's footsteps to uncover their family's connection to the secretive organization known as Monarch, the kaiju tracking group featured in the Monsterverse films. Oh, man, I just thought we were finally getting our live-action Monarch movie from Venture Brothers. <laughs> the Mighty Monarch! 
<laughs> Unleash the kaiju! <laughs> the monarch is delicious. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, it's a huge again, a huge cast with uh, Kurt and Wyatt, of course, leading the way. Uh, you got most of the people coming back that are that were in the movies. Well, not all the big names, of course, but uh, most Brian of them. Cranston. <laughs> Sadly, no. no. He's dead. Uh, <laughs> Spoiler but uh, alert, look man. at this, our old, our old friend Matt Fraction helped co-develop the series. Nice. Oh, cool. With, oh, awesome. Uh, with Chris Black from uh, uh, Star Trek and Matt Shackman from WandaVision. Uh, Good name. Shackman. Right yeah, there. Shackman. So uh, we'll hopefully get a trailer soon, but they released some photos, and this is one of them that you can see here on our YouTube channel. And uh, yeah. Looks everyone, every, when everyone, whenever somebody references Matt Shackman, their first, the first go-to is always WandaVision, but my first go-to is always, always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, man. <laughs> That's true. That show's still firing on all cylinders. This season is hilarious. I'll take your I, word for it. I have to disagree. What? <laughs> okay, I'm the, a few episodes behind, but the first, like, four or five episodes had me rolling. Like, here's the thing. They're funny, but um, it's hard to watch them as they get more successful and put less effort into how their appearance is on the show. <laughs> you mean because less now effort into making them look schlubby? D yeah, and because now it's just Rob McElhenney showing up onto set. Now it is just Charlie Kelly showing That's up true. onto set. Hmm. All right. That's just me. Uh, and then uh, Percy Jackson, very popular uh, series of novels. Mm. I've uh, read a lot of them. They're, they're pretty, uh, pretty good. Well, you're getting a TV series. Um, yeah, it's and a more coming... accurate TV series too. Oh, look, coming... look, they're the right age. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And, <laughs> and more and actual diversity, like yeah. how it is in the books. Yeah, right. Uh, Disney Plus on Friday announced the premiere date for Percy Jackson and the Olympians, which will be December twentieth. They picked uh, they picked August eighteenth because it's Percy Jackson's birthday. So that's I guess why uh... they decided to make the announcement. Uh, Walter Scobell will play Percy, 12-year-old who learns he's a demigod and the father of a Greek god and a mortal woman. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, unlike the two films based on the books, they, uh, uh, they said that the, the season will follow the story of the first book in the series, The Lightning Thief. Okay. So that'll be the whole series will be there, the first book. There's like a dozen of those books. So, I mean, mm -hmm. they have material for years and years and years. And then the, the author, like, does offshoots too for different pantheons as well and they all kind of tie together so mm -hmm. lots of, lots of uh, stuff. So, so that's coming all right uh listen at the end of this episode for you folks on patreon we're going to do the after party and that's where we uh, sit around we got stories to tell tony's mm -hmm. gonna tony's gonna tell stories of his native land Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> and i've got a uh, a less than jake story to tell Oh, I'm, oh. I'm going to share my video on how I organize my miniature collection. Oh, okay. Oh, wait. No, we want people to come and watch. <laughs> oh, Never okay. Mind. But uh, <laughs> geekshowgotthiscovered.com is the link to our Patreon. It, it gets you all kinds of stuff, including a new video I made today. Well, yeah, that will be out very soon of Star Trek transporter toys, past and present. Oh, you did the oh. transporter toys. All right. Yeah, so that's coming. On your Patreon, geekshowgotthiscovered.com. And, uh, oh, yes, probably uh, soon we'll announce the movie that we're going to be doing. Our Saturday matinee for September is uh, coming up. I think we've Spoiler made alert, it's Remember Me starring Robert Pattinson. <laughs> well, uh, I, I was told on this. <laughs> I was told we were doing The Road. 
No, we want people to not leave cryingly. No, we're, we're gonna we're gonna do the road, but we're gonna mystery science theater. No, that's not. That's true. impossible. Uh, we're, we're going to. We're, we'll tell you about it uh, coming up. It's we remember just, me because it's a good nine eleven movie. Uh. <laughs> All right, um, Barbie. Oh, Rebecca. Yeah, what's up, Barbie? Is Warner Brothers' biggest movie ever? Domestic. I can't box believe you office. haven't seen it yet. I know, right? Although Sue just said that it's it's coming on digital here very very soon, so we'll probably September fifth. I could make better decisions as a business person. What's a digital? A digital, you know, it's available. Oh, digital on, the, in, on Al Gore's digital. internet. Sorry. I, yeah, it's on Al Gore's I thought, internet. I thought it was some sort of streaming service I hadn't heard of yet, and I'm thinking, no, I know, I know all of them. I know. Well, I know. <laughs> well, then let's make one. Let's. Let, that's okay. We've trademarked that. Anyone digital. paying attention, we've just trademarked that. Digital. Oh, uh, I I hear the digital planets will get upset with us if we do that's that. That's true. Carrie. That a good yeah. band. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Barbie's Hall, six point one million for a domestic total of five hundred thirty-four point four million, Oof. and it officially beats The Dark Knight. Now it's their biggest domestic North America. Greta Gerwig kicking Christopher Nolan's ass two times. That's Boom. right. <laughs> Both ends. <laughs> uh, among other key records shattered, Greta Gerwig ranks as the highest-grossing uh, female director of all time, domestic box office, solo or otherwise. After skating past Frozen 2 and the highest-grossing female director of a live-action movie at the box office, uh, let's see, uh, the $1.3 billion earned by uh, Captain Marvel, which was directed by Anna Boden. But here's the thing, but here's the thing about Frozen 2 and Captain Marvel. Those are yep. both co-directed by, by women. Oh. A woman oh. and a dude. So Greta Gerwig is the first solo female So this is director. the one that counts. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. Good, good, good. Good for Greta Gerwig. All right, uh, so it's all about Barbie, folks. And still no plans for a sequel, which Good. is mind-blowing. Good. In the, in, the, in, the, in the hallways of the business of show, it is mind-blowing that there's no plan for a sequel. I, my prediction is Greta Gerwig will stick to her guns and Warner Brothers will just go forward with someone else doing it and it won't be... And it will fail. It won't be as good. It won't, won't be as good. Won't be, I, won't have the same I punch. think it's time Skipper gets a movie. <laughs> about the big jim movie big jim and the wild bunch <laughs> the wild you know bunch. you know they can track each other because they've got animal prints on their boots that leave impressions in the ground while you're playing with big that's jim and the wild right. bunch that's right oh. thank you <clears throat> google it anyway uh, uh this movie uh, the predator movie prey which we all yeah, really boy. liked on yeah. hulu this is uh, interesting because this doesn't usually happen with a streaming show Mm. It's getting a physical release. As Good. it should. Nice. It's, Get it while you can. Yes, it will be available to purchase on physical media October 3rd. Mm. Uh, you can watch it still on Hulu right now, but uh, you know, you're getting this, the special uh, steel box at Best Buy, the whole thing, you know, uh, all released physically. And this is such a good movie. It really yep, it's is. The best Predator movie. Well, <laughs> I be. don't know. It doesn't have Arnold in it. In my opinion, that's the, the best, best Predator <laughs> movie. But uh, all formats will include the uh, full-length uh, Comanche uh, voice audio track, uh, so you can see it done in in Comanche, oh, as that's well as cool. never-before-seen bonus content, uh, the making of Prey, Prey panel, cast and crew, alternate opening scene, deleted scenes, the whole thing, audio commentary from the uh, actors and directors. So yeah, get it. Well, Does the can. dog have her own special featurette? 
Oh, it should. Shouldn't it, it should. Yes. All right. And speaking of digital releases, uh, because Lee pointed this out, that Spider-Verse looks different. Because you bought it, right, Lee? Mm-hmm. You bought it digitally, and you said mm-hmm. that it looks different from when you saw it in the theater. Just a little bit. I did some digging, and I found out why. Uh, Is it my television's terrible settings? <laughs> Turn no, your, te- your television can't change actual moments in the movie. <laughs> is it? Is it my 14-inch diagonal screen? Oh, it my God. Might, <laughs> might have something to do with it. Uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller uh, spoke about the small changes that fans have noticed in the digital release. The differences aren't due to tweaks in the story or adjustments in their creative vision. It's because the film was actually still in production for months after cuts were sent to theaters. Oh, wow. Well, that's why there were so Whoa. many, like... There was when people were in theaters, people were talking about how they were seeing different versions. Mm-hmm. And so I saw it twice in Salt Lake and then once in Santa Fe. And the one I saw in Santa Fe was different from the ones I saw in Salt Lake. Interesting. It uh, says there was an international version that was made almost two months before the movie came out because it had to be translated into different languages. And these French censors have to decide what the rating of the movie is in Europe. Uh, they explains. Uh, let's see. Additionally, they said they'd been given extra time to keep working. Miller said that some of the folks involved just kept going. Certain crew members, people in the sound department, the animation team were like, oh, could we do this instead? And so they kept making changes. Wow. That's the uh, video game uh, model right there. <laughs> don't don't bring the video game model to, <laughs> to movies. We well, don't want updates after the movie's out. Just <laughs> Well, wasn't it also that like they kept asking for like different renders and like that's what... It kept adding mm-hmm. like time because of how much yeah. they were asking to be rent like re-rendered over and over wow. again. Yeah, and as soon as they would make a change, they would send it to the distributor, and the distributor would beam it to the movie theaters, and that's why it kept looking different to people. Wow, uh, the digital age. The digital age. Got to go to space and back. Yeah, uh, the universe hopping movie lends itself to this approach. He says, changing and adjusting mm-hmm. small parts mm-hmm. to get the best possible version, uh, because it's a multiverse movie. It's like there's a multiverse of the movie. And that I was the reasoning like behind it. I don't like that. <laughs> you don't like Give multiverse, one mo- though. Give me one movie. It's not that I don't like multiverse. It's that I'm tired of it. But mm. just g- give me one, please. Uh, let's see. The physical home release will be September 5th. So you can buy it. Physical media, folks. It's important. Uh, oh, this was good news <laughs> for me. Oh, what, wait, is it about uh, Blues Brothers? Or? No, it's, a, it's about... <laughs> is it a, about Blues Brothers? It's No, there will be no other Blues Brothers. It's done. That's all done. Uh, mm. But uh, Challenge accepted. The, <laughs> the Ahsoka TV series uh, on Disney Plus with uh, my girlfriend Rosario Dawson. Um, if you are a Star Wars fan who was always groggy watching the latest episodes of, say, The Mandalorian or Obi-Wan, Book of Obi Fett, and or... You're in luck. Boby Fett. Yeah, Yeah, the Boby Fett. (laughs) That's what you call him, the Boby Fett. Boby Fett. Lucas friends call him. Lucasfilm just announced that all episodes of Ahsoka will debut on Disney Plus at 6 p.m. Pacific time. That's 5 p.m. our time. Yes. Beginning Tuesday, October. 7 p.m. August. uh, Yeah, August 22nd. Pacific? With the the two part premiere. Did you say 6 p.m. Pacific time? 6 p.m. Pacific time is 7 p.m. our time. Yes. Hang on, uh, hang on. So that's uh, yeah, 9 p.m. They're, Eastern. They're that way, Tony. They're that way. Pacific. Yeah. He's been traveling a lot. How did He's... I get to Scotland? I know, you, right? You went over the Atlantic. No. Oh, the puddle. It's unfathomable. So, yes, you you will be able to watch the show in real time, all together, at a reasonable hour. 
and and not have to stay up late or anything it's if you're still just too dying late to for see Carrie. It. it is, <laughs> but uh, uh, all I can say is is that not only I but Jamie Lee Curtis approves of this change. Good. Okay. There are three people who got that joke. So all right, uh, but that'll be uh, Tuesday evening at six. Oh, because Jamie Lee Curtis wants concerts to be earlier. There you mm-hmm. go. Oh, see, congratulations on being one of the three. You're one of the. Well, now there's four. Oh. Well, <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm going. I myself am going to a concert tonight that I wish was earlier as well. What? Mark, uh, what you seen? Oh, Third Eye Blind. Oh, is that uh, tonight? <laughs> yeah. Mark Mark Maron's yeah. got a bit about how when he goes to concerts now they just go for the open and then they leave <laughs> so they can beat traffic and be home before the encore comes on. Could you imagine <laughs> leaving a Taylor Swift concert? Yes. Like, what an actual nightmare. <laughs> oh, that's why I would leave early. Yeah. All right. You would not be the only one. I uh, got stuck in Seattle traffic when Taylor Swift was in town, and let me tell woof. you. Yeah. Wow. She caused an earthquake. So she's uh, she's popular, is what, you're, is yeah. what I'm getting from this Saves discussion. Save the economy. Can we have abortions back now? <laughs> my my kid said, I bet you we're not moving because all the Swifties are in town. And I was like, nah, I don't think the Swifties could shut down Seattle. And I look around, yeah. every car yeah. has got a Taylor Swift sticker, or we saw Taylor, or we're going to go see Taylor, or... Yeah, it was wild. Taylor Swift was at Jack Antonoff's wedding last night in New Jersey, and the Swifties heard about it, and they swarmed the venue. If that was my wedding, I would be pissed. Yeah. Leave the poor woman alone, you know what I'm saying? Nope. All right. Uh, James Gunn. Uh, If you want your comic book to sell, apparently all you have to do is get James Gunn to tweet about it or post on social media. That's how you sell a superhero comic these days, apparently. Uh, Carrie, he's actually interacting with people on Blue Sky. Oh, he is now. I've seen it. He's yep. he's he's responded to me personally. He said, "Thanks, smiley face." <gasps> really? Are you okay? No, I I cried. What? <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So uh, it, it was the case earlier this week. Gunn tweeted out about how much he was enjoying Wonder Woman Historia, the 2021 DC comic series by uh, Kelly Sue DeConnick. And uh, mm-hmm. artist Phil Jimenez, Nicholas Scott, Gene Ha. And uh, suddenly, on your Amazon sale list, sold out, just went nice. right away. Nice. So that's that's how we get people to buy comic books, is we have James Gunn uh, post about it. Maybe we can that's, get him to post about Geek Show. That's been one of my favorite things we, about watching this stuff on Blue Sky, is he, he takes off and starts talking about comic books, and then all of the writers and the illustrators... They tag in, and then all of a sudden you get this primer on awesome comic books from the people that are creating it. And I would have drowned in that trying to keep up with it in Twitter because of how Mm. fast it moves. So having a social media platform with only like 28 users has been really (laughs) good for me. That's what it feels like, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, Also, he on his social media, he was uh, talking about uh, the Superman movie that he's doing. Superman. and uh, here, here was a, he shared a revelation in response to a fan who suggested that Gunn's version of Superman should wear, it's that age-old argument, trunks on the outside. You know, the, the, the red underwear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This, so this person said, I think that works best. Uh, and I loved his response. I'm just surprised At- my grandpa was able to email anybody. I know, right? <laughs> his response was, as we've done hundreds of designs, it is most definitely not that simple. Yeah. He's not wrong. I mean, <laughs> hmm. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, one social media user said that they are open that they had opened up to the idea of trunks, while another suggested that Clark Kent's belt should replace the red panties. Hmm. Uh, anyway. Just a belt. But uh, so hundreds of designs, and it's not that simple. Is what we're getting. How about from just James naked Gunn. Superman? Can we just have a naked Superman? Why? I'll okay. take the briefs. For me. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and then there's All this right. there's this little bit of news and uh this is then we'll head into the business of the show. Um Craven the Hunter director JC Shandor. Is it the abs picture? It's the abs picture. It's the abs picture. It's the, it's the only one I can get. The right. internet has no other Craven. Uh, Apparently. Okay. <laughs> uh here's here's what he here's what he had to say. Uh, about the movie. He says, when the final credits roll on this film, if you've been paying attention... In two years. Yeah. You won't have the feeling that this is all going to end great. Sony doesn't want me to lead with this, but the story is a tragedy. To which I just said, well, all those other Sony Spider-Man villain movies were too. So Venom, Venom 2 was a tragedy, I'll tell in, you. In so many ways. Morbius didn't have a happy ending. <laughs> no, I just meant that they were sad. All yeah. of them. <laughs> Objectively, just Objectively. sad. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. Business of show. This was uh, this was interesting because we're watching. We were talking about Blue Beetle before we came on, and uh, Blue Beetle. Uh, you're going to go see it this weekend, right, Tony? I am going to go see it before the next episode we record for sure. Okay. I'll try uh, to as well. I, I, well, be, maybe before we jump into that, real quick, I uh, I I discovered how much of a hypocrite I am. I went to the movies last night. And you know how I uh, get on Rebecca about those stupid popcorn holders that are all themed? Yes. And how dumb they are? Yes, the popcorn buckets. Well, I, I bought the Blue Beetle one. Oh, <laughs> you bought the Cinemark Blue Beetle popcorn bucket? It, well, it is, is really cool. So cool. It is. How actually, much popcorn yeah. does it hold? Not very much, but I don't <laughs> care. That's just sound just like yeah, you open, know. Yeah, open that up. Let so, me see. Yeah. So the back end opens up. Uh, it, it, it opens you open, up. You open the butt? It opens up. There we go. There we go. Oh, the wings. The, the wings come open and you can fit Whoa. stuff in there. Oh, look at that. Oh, and look, look at like that. It, you can fit the, a blue beetle action figure in there. That's and the cool. uh, the legs are articulated so you oh, can. Oh, look at that. So like when he gets up, when you f make him fly, you bring the legs in. Jeepers, creepers. That's, that's actually a hard cool. time for and my when cars. He lands, this is so much cooler than the car. And when he lands, you bring All him right. out and just. Well, see, flop. already the director of Blue Beetle has, has won over Tony. And he <laughs> wants, he says, uh, he wants viewers to feel welcome while watching this. Uh, he says, don't fear Latino heritage is basically the thrust of what he's trying to say. We put our hearts and souls into it because we wanted you all to feel welcome to our stories, uh, the filmmaker said. There's no fear. Don't fear Spanish. Don't fear Mexican heritage. Don't fear Latino heritage. We want you guys to join the party with us. Yeah, why would you fear that? Just go and enjoy it. Yeah, and uh, and the, uh, the lead, uh, Solo, I think that's how you say his name, Solo, X-O-L-O. Uh, he, he said, Blue Beetle isn't here to make me the next heartthrob or biggest star. It's just to show people, hey, these stories about Latinos don't have to just be about narcos or crossing the border or being a gang member. You can be portrayed in a positive light. Nice. So Love it. He had that to say. And also, apparently, uh, some grassroots backers are trying to help boost the movie. 
uh, Latinos who make up 19% of the U.S. population, uh, buying 29% of the tickets sold in 2020, according to uh, the MPA. Uh, yet they're underrepresented on screen. And so the National Association of Latino Independent Producers is just one of the groups that is buying tickets for kids and for nonprofits, buying out theaters for community members and school children to uh, get people to go. M much like uh, the, you know the groups did with Black Panther and uh, Shang-Chi. Wonder Woman. Yeah, I don't want to say it, but Sound of Freedom. Yep, that was a big, big, big thing for Sound of Freedom. <laughs> like, like the main reason it did so well. Yep. Nope. It says no one film should have to shoulder all the responsibility for Latinx representation in Hollywood, but its success can be the undeniable example that investment in Latinx creatives pays off, and that's why they want to do it. So the AAPI and a whole bunch of groups, Gold House. Uh, they're all buying tickets for kids in schools and saying, hey, go see this movie. Well, all the reviews awesome. I've seen already, too, say it's pretty good. So it's, yeah. it's a fun, mm -hmm. fun movie. Uh, yeah, I was surprised that it's getting this great reviews. So mm -hmm. go see it. Uh, okay. More Zachary Levi and Stephen Amell. Again? Oh, <laughs> they just can't shut up. I don't understand it. Uh, Zachary Levi uh, was at a... Uh, Let's see, which which con was it? Fan Expo Chicago. And he said uh, this on stage. He took a shot at studio filmmaking. Uh-oh. I personally feel like the amount of contact that comes out of Hollywood, that is garbage. They don't care enough to actually make it great for you guys. Uh, they don't. How many times do you watch a trailer and go, oh my God, that looks cool. And then you go to a movie and it's like, this is what I get? Uh, they they know that once you've already bought the ticket and you're in the seat, they've got your money. And the only way for us to change any of that is to not go to the garbage. We have to actively not choose garbage. It'll help a lot. Um, How do you know is what he is garbage? Though? Well, I was going to say, is he talking about Fury of the Gods? Because that's Boom. what I thought he was talking Sometimes about. Sometimes people him. <laughs> just don't have to say things. Yeah. You don't have to have opinions. Or if you do, you don't have you to do, share them. You, you don't have to yeah. share them. Just get off yeah. the internet. Go live your life. Like <laughs> Go touch grass. I go mean, touch I'll, grass. I'll be honest. I've been talking shit about radio for years and I, I don't get job offers anymore <laughs> okay zach i just want to say that all right anyway so there was that oops uh. and then Stephen amell again is on the apology tour <laughs> but at least this time he's carrying a sign his mom yeah. told him he's to eat his, his vegetables he's on his strike yeah. with, with Poor everyone Steve amell i mean he's just not a big thinker no, he's not. No. That and, expression on that camera, on that picture's fit. He's awesome. grumble, grumble, I mean, grumble. I, I've met some people who've met him or know him, and he's just the sweetest guy, but he's just not a big thinker. So, I, and I'm, I'm not I, even saying he's dumb. He's just not a big thinker. No, I, I, so. ran, I ran his panel twice at the Salt Lake Comic Cons, and yeah. and yeah, you're absolutely right. He's not a big thinker. He's nice, no. but he's yeah, not a he's big He's really thinker. nice. He loves his family. He's a good dude. He's just... Sometimes you get asked these just, questions and your mouth opens. <laughs> just sometimes. Well, just just don't sometimes. be don't be his wife on a plane when he's drinking. Just th oh. that. Oh. You know, there was that oh. story. Who's that? Oh. James like James Corden? <laughs> no, <laughs> Stephen Amell situation. yelled at his wife on a plane. Uh, yeah. Well, looks like I have says, to cancel my subscription to my Stephen Amell fan club. Yes, I guess. Um <laughs> I think when I spoke the first time, I didn't choose my words as carefully as I should. You think? No shit. 
Jeez. I love acting. I love film. I love television. I know how much going on strike hurts. Not just the anyway. He's on the apology tour. He's he's all over the place. I would I would like work when this is over. Yeah, exactly. I, well, I think he's also looking at his brother and going, "Why is Robbie getting all the good parts?" <laughs> Robbie Robbie's good. Robbie's funny. I like sometimes, Robbie. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. pretty doesn't mean brains. You know. Right. Not some, always. Right. Not all. Not all. Like a lot of times, pretty and brains go hand in hand. But sometimes, but you know, if you really, if you both. really want an interesting evening, pour yourself a good glass of your favorite beverage, put on Arrow season one, turn the sound down, and just watch all the lat- the salmon ladder scenes. That salmon laddering, holy moly! Yeah. Salmon ladder. Feeling... What's a salmon ladder? That's it's when a they vertical do the... bar, and you go and go up higher by oh, no, jumping. Thank you. The thing. No, but but he does it without a shirt on, and it's uh, it's what my wife calls. Oh my! <laughs> yeah. Impressive. Oh, respectfully. <laughs> yes, yes. It's like objectively. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Um, let's see. Oh, more business of show. In a move to consolidate their global footprint, they say, uh, mm-hmm. Lucasfilm is shutting down its Singapore visual effects and animation studios. It's the Sandcrawler. Oh. That's it the does. building it's in. Yeah, it's a, they call it the sand crawler. That's I mean, look awesome at it. looking. It, yeah. It's a sand crawler. Uh, this division of uh, ILM was established in 2004 as the lead studio for Star Wars: The Clone Wars. Mm. Uh, the animation was done there. Mm. Uh, the news comes on the 15th anniversary of the animated series, which launched 2008. Feature length movie. Green space at the back. I mean, yeah. it's it's gorgeous. Really See, pretty. What, what, when you give a damn, you can make buildings like that. You see, I mean, I just say Utini. That is yes. amazing. Utini. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, this uh, the shuttering of the Singapore studio will affect about three hundred animators and designers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke Hetherington, executive in charge of ILM uh, Singapore and Sydney, told told Variety that they would be working to place the laid off workers at other studios and will host a job fair for them to find work elsewhere. Uh, yeah. Uh, Lucasfilm's leaders actively contributed to training generations of students in digital and tech skills at polytechnics and institutes of higher learning. Uh, yeah, all that stuff. So they closed it down. Sadly. That's too bad. <laughs> I wish animation and, got more respect. Yes. Yeah. Guillermo del Toro feel the same way. And another closing thing, the Xbox 360 store. Yep. <laughs> it's bye going, bye. It's going to close. Is this a big deal, Tony? Uh, mostly no, but a little bit yes. Where am I going to get that snowboarding game? Yeah, that that's the biggest problem. The majority of the 360 games are playable on your newer Xboxes, or at least a very large part of them. So you can still get them in the modern Xbox store, right? Yeah. But there are select games that are no longer that are not backwards compatible with the newer systems. So mm-hmm. so if you want to play them. Too. <laughs> That was never on Xbox Lee. Uh, if you want to play them, test. you'll have to uh, get an old Xbox 360 and find a disc version of the game or an em- or an emulated version. Almost all of the 360 games are emulatable. So, you know, a well, kind of gray is, area, but... Yeah, it's starting July 29th, 2024, they announced. Yeah. Oh, um, we still have time. They're, they're winding yeah. it down. So that's uh, an 18-year run. Yep. Um, after the July cutoff, Microsoft confirmed that customers won't be able to buy new games, expansions, videos, or anything else on on the console or marketplace. Gamers concerned that they won't be able to access their existing content doesn't have to worry. 
for the foreseeable future at least, as they will still have access to existing content in their library. Similarly, the TV and movie apps will be removed from the Xbox 360. That's going to mm-hmm. get me. Uh, but uh, users You're on an Xbox One, Carrie. You'll be all right. Oh, that's right. I am. Thank I was you. literally about to ask, Carrie, what kind of system you're running? <laughs> that's right. I have a one. Thank you. That's right. Okay, I'm good. Yep. Well, then the hell with this story. I don't yeah, yeah, forget care. About it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't affect me. I don't care. <laughs> the rest uh, of you. How, how is this going to affect my ability to download new content from my Atari Jaguar? <laughs> uh, it will not affect that at all, because that's been all. gone for a long time, Lee. <laughs> oh. Uh, it says, while Microsoft will no longer produce new games for the 360, the company says customers will still be able to purchase older games that will also be compatible with the new series. You'll be able to purchase hundreds of great backward-compatible Xbox 360 and yeah. original Xbox games on and DLC on Xbox One, Xbox Series XS, and Xbox.com. So. Yep. Right. Yeah, a lot, like I said, a lot of those are still available. Hundreds of the 360 games, the library are available, but there are some that won't be, and, uh, and that's a bummer. Yes. All right, what did we consume this week? I had a oh. lot of sugar today. Oh, so much this sugar. week. <laughs> nom, nom. Uh, who wants to go first, Tony? Sure. Uh, right. So oh, I didn't see your hand, Lee. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Lee can go. Oh, okay. I'll go very quickly because I didn't see much. So um, I changed my opinion. I, I went back after flying um, on a red-eye flight and trying to watch Guardians because I couldn't sleep. Guardians 3. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, this movie's so boring, I fell asleep. <laughs> and the only parts I woke up for were the parts that were really hard to watch. They're just like, you don't want to watch that. That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And so then um, my wife was like, okay, do you remember what part the really horrible part is? And I was like, yes, I do. I can stop you from seeing that scene. She's like, well, I really want to see it and put it to bed and see if, you know, if, if, if she likes it better than two. Um, and so we, we sat down to watch it last Saturday night and I really had a good time with it because, um, it's a good movie and yeah. we were, I was able to stop her from seeing the really, really rough scene. And I think they realized that the the no i mean that's hard but that's it's hard, the but it's, it's the ax, it's the accidental snuff scene where oh. you know and uh that that scene's tough so um yeah. but i think they were smart cuz they realized that star lord and gamora really can't carry the movie so they kind of backed them off a little bit and let yeah the secondary characters actually shine a lot more so i had a good time with it and yeah. it was really fun um i watched season 1 and 2 of the bear um, or as I like to call it, restaurant cousin. trauma. The yeah, series cousin, trauma. cousin. Oh, cousin. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I've had people ask me, "Oh, do people in restaurants really talk like that?" And it's like there's restaurant lingo everywhere that changes depending on where you work and what you do. So, yeah. Um, but I've been in the weeds, not as hard as they've been in the weeds. But there's anybody who's worked in a workstation in a restaurant knows that feeling of, oh, we're screwed. There's nothing we can do to get mm-hmm. out of this. We're just going to have to keep throwing food up on the rail and, and hope it gets to the right people. But mm-hmm. really amazing, uh, really, really well done show. Um, and then uh, <laughs> we watched the Dave Grohl episode of Hot Ones, which is oh, probably my yeah. favorite that episode good. of Hot Ones. Ever. It's yeah. good. That's the one uh, he gets, uh, gets him drunk. drunk. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Why can't I remember it's the so host good. name? Chris? Yeah. yeah. Guy. Austin? Sean. 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 This yeah, guy is you, a guy inconsequentia. So, <laughs> yes, um, yes, exactly. <laughs> and then uh, started going back and watching season one of Strange New Worlds and realizing how good their continuity <laughs> editors are because there's some stuff that they foreshadow in season one that happens in season two that's just fantastic. And before anybody asks me again, yes, I'm almost positive that they're going to do an original series 
rehash with this Kirk and Spock oh, and whatever Wesley. else. Why wouldn't why wouldn't they? Yeah. Uh, and let's not forget that Discovery actually acted as a backdoor pilot for Strange New Worlds. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, okay. nothing's off the table. I'd say we have a lot of adventures of of Kirk's Enterprise that we never saw. So I think it's altogether possible we'll see it. So. Well, there was a whole you know because it was a five year mission. There was you know yeah. Well, he was more he was, spurk content. <laughs> he was also already captain in season one, so we don't know what year they were on of that five-year mission. That's true. So, oh, yeah. Although there's oh, a comic a book point. called uh, Star Trek uh, Year Five that IDW. is quite good. Yes, it is really good. good. IDW is really just knocking it out of the park with that. And then uh, one last thing, uh, only say this because uh, I, I'm one of the 28 people on Blue Sky, but also so is Guillermo del Toro. Mm-hmm. And his hobby Sunday content is fantastic because he just gets on there and like, hi, I'm Guillermo del Toro. I'm going to make an old model kit from the 60s and I'm going to update you on it all day for nerds like me. Uh, that's amazing. And if you follow my social media, you can watch me my new obsession of 15 millimeter miniatures, which are too small for the human eye to see. Those are tiny, Lee. I see, yeah. the, I see you doing those. And yeah. How, how? Do you have a really big magnifying glass that you use? I do. Okay. I do. I have a big eye set that gives me four-time magnification. That's it's, cool. I've reached my ship in a bottle phase of hobbying. <laughs> so. yeah, that's accurate. That's an accurate statement. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's All right, who's uh, who's next, Tony? I'll go next. Uh, let's see. So, uh, TV shows. We finished up Twisted Metal. Man, that is just a freaking good first season of TV, and I really hope it gets renewed. The first we only saw the first three, but it's fantastic. It gets even better as it goes, Lee. Oh, I, I love it. I, I love thoroughly it. enjoyed it. Uh, it doesn't pretend to be anything that it's not. It's just. Nope. Mm-hmm. Just and fun. and wouldn't you rather watch that kind of trash as opposed to like a reality show? I mean, come on, I'd rather watch Twisted Mike, Metal. Get than a reality show. Mike, get in the hey, comments. Mike, get in the comments. Yeah, trying no to, los dos. Trying to bait <laughs> him. Trying to bait him out. <laughs> uh, so yeah, hi, I highly recommend the uh, first season of Twisted Metal on Peacock. Very very good. Um, we watched uh, Jerry and Marge go large. You probably never heard of this. It's kind of a I've random heard of it. Brian Cranston uh, movie. And it's a it's based on a true story of how this old uh, this old guy who was really good with math he worked at a job on at uh, Kellogg's and uh, he he was one of those guys that was optimize he was an optimizer so he always found ways to make things more streamlined he realized one day that there was a flaw in one of the uh, state lotteries back east that if you play it a certain way you're guaranteed to come out on top wow. and the story is about how he. Uh, Took advantage of that situation. Did never did anything illegal. Never got in trouble for it. Um, but yeah, it's it, it was quite interesting. So mm-hmm. instead of following somebody around with like a film crew and getting garbage reality show content, they they just did a dramatic reinterpretation with really good actors. Correct. Yes. Yeah, that's and, and a far superior way to entertain people. I than... think. But <laughs> so yeah, I, I'd say check check that one out. It was it was interesting. And then uh, I watched the whale. On the plane ride. Oh, oh, on the plane? On the plane ride. Hi, sorry. Wow, wowie, wow, wow. Could have skipped it. (laughs) The movie itself is like a three, I'd say like a three and a half out of five, maybe maybe a four on a really good day if you're feeling terrible about yourself and you want to feel worse. (laughs) Um, Oh, great. You're selling it. (laughs) But Brendan Fraser's performance, I 100% see how he why he won oscar for that role 
he was absolutely believable as this character and just phenomenal acting from Brendan Fraser. So I like the original, the German version, Die Vale. Die Vale. <laughs> yeah. Die Vale. And then I just I just started Baldur's Gate 3 and I can feel its claws just sinking deeply into my psyche like I'm, I, a mind flayer I keep hearing would too in much my about brain. I'm only 14 hours in, Tony. Yeah, I, see, I'm only two, and I'm already just like, well, yeah. uh, I better tell my wife that this is the, the last she'll see of me in my free time I, for the next I three keep months. hearing too much about the customization. Oh, so it's, <laughs> it's, you, it's such a minor hey, issue. Are your characters circumcised or what? You know, I just it's, went with the default vampire guy at the first because I was like, oh, cool, a vampire. I'll be this guy. So yeah. I haven't it, looked it, to it, see uncut, you, probably. Probably. It barely, I mean, it'll grow back if it's it a vampire. barely, barely <laughs> plays into the game. Like, it, it barely plays into the game. But if you ever wanted to play a movie. Holy oh, cow, yeah. Super yeah. great. I'm loving it so far. All right. Uh, let's see. Rebecca, hello. Um, hi. Uh, I started, I just did a rewatch of Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. Uh, Yay! Uh, it and Happy Endings I watched like once a year. Um, an era of TV that we definitely didn't deserve. And... Um, I the only movie I saw this week I went to a theater to see Old Boy for the first time from 2003. <laughs> no. Listen, oh. I knew listen, I knew the twist going in you guys. Like oh, okay. I already knew. Um however, definitely not what I was expecting from the movie overall. Um a lot more funny than I was expecting, less action than I was really? expecting. Yeah. You're the first yeah. person I've heard talk about Old Boy as funny. Well, it's intent. There's some points that are intentionally funny. So oh, okay. before, so here's the thing: it's in theaters now because it's a 20, 20th anniversary remastered re-release. Oh. And before the movie, there's an introduction from the director that's like, "Hey, this movie is pretty violent. This movie um, has some themes or like some instances of like nudity and stuff. Um, and also, it's okay to laugh at this movie. Like there are scenes in here oh. that are intentionally funny. So like it is okay to laugh at this movie. But this was one of my um least favorite types of experiences where uh everyone in the theater so that intro happens right and there's like two annoying guys in the theater like oh, 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 oh. like <laughs> like we get i get your edge lords and i get that you're here because you are freaks and you like an edgy movie um but I, there was me and two other women in this sold out showing and um, just all of these guys have the Godfather poster up in their Mojo Dojo Casa house. It, just my least favorite type of experience where everyone's like, oh, you, oh, you don't even know what you're in for. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Like, <laughs> stop acting like you own edginess. That's all. Um, but I liked it. Quite enjoyed it. It's Should a good I movie. see this movie? Uh, yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to know where the, uh, if you want to know where the idea of the uh, season one, two, and three of Daredevil hallway fight, mm. that, that's I, thought, I think originated in, in Old Boy. You might oh, be right. I thought that was yeah. a raid redemption thing. Uh, well, raid. and like here's the thing, this... the hallway fight in Old Boy amazing stuff definitely not what i was expecting i was expecting a little bit more like hardcore um maybe because i'm spo it's 2023 and i'm spoiled with action sequences but this mm. one was so, it was incredibly well done and yeah. i'm really glad i got to see it but like 
stop gatekeeping edginess or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, is that everything? Yeah. Uh, oh, I mean, okay. I read a book about one of um, Warren Jeffs' daughters, but huh. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. I uh, gave a look to that uh, Superman cartoon. Oh, Gary. So good. I'm that's my it. Superman. I was going to say, if you're a Superman fan, this you should be absolutely watching the hell out of. Guns are firing at him and Lois. Guns are firing at him and Lois, and he gets in front of Lois, and Lois is like, oh my God, how did you not? How did you know you were bulletproof? And he's like, I didn't. I just knew you weren't. <laughs> yep, yep. It's so full of heart, this show. Mm-hmm. Yep. How many it have you wears, watched, Gary? It wears its heart on its sleeve. I'm about three in, I think. Okay, yeah. so you're about right where it starts to really pick up, mm-hmm. and uh, you learn more about the uh, technology the Interpol gang stole, and uh, you know what what I super super like about this, and Rebecca might not like this, is it's very much a multiverse kind of a story in that, oh, no. yeah, just in that uh, <laughs> all of these characters they're taking, they're putting new spins on all of these characters. Mm-hmm. This is a 100 percent fresh telling of. Superman and and how he got his start and Mm -hmm. they do a really good job of taking these characters you're like okay that character is going to do this or that character is is the reason behind this and nope turn it on its ear Uh, you're you're going to get to a Mr. Mixic Mixic Piddle episode it's pretty soon here I learned from Gilbert I learned from Gilbert Gottfried it's Mix Yes Spitlick yeah Mix Yes Spitlick then and uh, it that's a great episode so yeah all right Looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm I'm inching my way through it, and, and like I said, if you're a Superman fan, tons of heart in that. So Just, it's funny, like Homer, no, not Homer, uh, John or Jimmy John says, "Sounds like cheese." I'm not a Superman fan, so it's kind of like how I didn't like Captain America prior to Chris Evans' portrayal of Captain America, and then I'm all in on Captain America because yeah. that character, that Boy Scout, can be so damned annoying, but mm-hmm. when it's played sincerely without any irony or dare I say edginess yes it just works i was the same way with captain america too until uh, i think it was ultimates that turned me around and then uh, Mm. civil war uh those two books turned me around on cap and he became from my least favorite to my all-time favorite character yeah yeah when he's done right he's amazing right when it's done right yeah it's perfect yeah uh let's see so there was that um justified is almost done justified uh cool something city i can't remember now i don't know it's the Raylan given show that's all i know (laughs) Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm glad that my wife is here to talk me down from getting one of those hats. Uh, <laughs> do it. Don't let her do it. Don't Carrie, listen to her. Just, just go get one. I, I told her I grew up on a farm. I think I'd get away with it. And she you, went, no. yeah, you, you earned qualify. one. Yep. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, you're a, you are a straw hat guy, though, Carrie. Your haberdasher would also be so sad if you if you. Oh, he'd be, th- he'd be thrilled. He specializes in those kind of hats. Oh, does he? You gotta hats. do it, Carrie. That's his specialty, yeah. Mm, I'm I'm the fringe customer he has that doesn't, you know. <laughs> anyway. Signs point to yes. I'm your eight ball on this one. Is that right? Signs okay. point to yes. I'm going to uh, say no. That's your that's your fortune in your next fortune cookie. Is uh, no. another, mm. another thing I've been consuming quite literally is <laughs> oh my God. Spider-Man cereal. <laughs> is the Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse cereal, which I, which I got here. And it's uh it's it's deli- what's great about this box is that which is the front? You tell me which is the front mm. of the box. I don't know. Uh, but uh, it's basically oh. it's crunch berries with marshmallows. 
So if that sounds like an attractive combination to you, then then that's by like, all means. But fruit's not like, allowed in your house. But fruit's that's not, not allowed in my real house. fruit. <laughs> you do realize this is in a room she doesn't go in often. That's right. And I bought this without any permission. So. <laughs> He's got I a little mini this. fridge. He's, He's got like, a mini fridge in there with milk. <laughs> oh, I Sue, that. Yeah. you can't. I bought this with my own money. This is <laughs> mine. <laughs> and then the other thing that I've been consuming this week is something that we will be releasing slowly, not in whole, by the way, but slowly, some of it, uh, because uh, Michael Beck was kind enough to take some VHS masters that I had and transfer them to uh, DVD oh. of the uh, Sci-Fi Sunday Night Show that uh, Jeff Weiss and I did back in 2002 on a local TV station here in town, Z24. Whoa. And we Z24. we ho- we did the we did the host segments for Star Trek reruns on Sunday night, and uh, I I watched them last night, and it was uh, it was great to see some old friends there. Um, let me just say this: I'm not proud of who I was in that time of uh, my life. Um, <laughs> what what There are several <laughs> there are several jokes that uh, you all will not see uh, that. We- <laughs> I am keeping that shit secret. It's going in the vault. In the vault, but we'll be releasing some of it, not all. We're we're playing it at his funeral. (laughs) (laughs) You guys all like Carrie, right? Watch this. Change your mind. (laughs) Let me tell you something about Eastern Europeans. (laughs) Listen, it's possible for people to grow and change. That's right. Yeah. But anyway, I was pretty once. That's what I took back from this whole viewing mm. thing, is that I, I didn't exploit my prettiness enough. You could either be pretty and have terrible opinions, or... <laughs> Can't. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyway, so there was that. Uh, that was uh, that was last night while Sue was working. I pulled those out and watched those finally. Oh, cringy. Anyway, I used to have a big toy collection, too. That was the other thing used that I to? noticed. You did? Yeah. Oh, I've sold a lot. I have yeah. sold a lot of my stuff. Carrie, oh. I remember when I was an intern at X96, and I came over and saw your toy collection one time. You are your toy collection has dwindled greatly, sir. Oh, I've <laughs> sold so much of it. I used to have an entire giant room, room in yep. my basement in draper i remember your you had an apartment in um ninth and ninth area and you had one room that was covered in chicken wire and uh s hooks that you had figured out a way to position all your action figures and just the toy biz selection alone was two walls it's uh it's wins yeah you use uh the screen and your for your windows you buy yep. that and then you do boards up on top of the wall and then use the hooks the curtain hooks the u-shaped curtain hooks people do that up. for earrings Really? Jewelry. I, yeah. I thought I invented that. No. <laughs> this was pre-internet. This was my idea pre-internet. I did this. Anyway. All right. Losing all this money, clearly. That was a million-dollar <laughs> idea, Carrie, and you just never followed through on it. Yeah. No. If only, if only you, Pat, if only you were able to do that before Pinterest. Hmm. Damn it. All right. <laughs> anyway, there we go. Um, thank you so much for joining us, folks. We're going to take a break and then head over to the after party section of the interwebs. If you are a Patreon member, come and join us. You want games? Are we? Oh, yes, games. Thank no. you so much. But uh, no. geekshowgotthiscovered.com is the Patreon, and we will uh, have announcements for our uh, Saturday matinee. Uh, we'll have that movie picked sometime very, very soon, and the movie will be September 9th. All right. It's going to so. be Remember Me because it's 9 11 themed. No. Uh, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think so. No. Games, uh, what do we have? 
Let's see. Uh, today being the Baldur's 19th Gate on this 3. recording. Yeah, that's, it's that's all, all about that, Baldur's Gate, isn't that's it? That's all I mean, that really? really matters. But there are a couple of games coming out that might pique a few people's interest next week. I mean, uh, I know for a fact that there are people who are listening and watching this show right now who are also at the same time playing Baldur's playing. Gate. I yeah, know that. They've, they've been telling us in the comments. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, Really, this is a big, big, big release coming out August twenty second. Smurfs Kurt. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah it's what? like Mario Kart, but with Smurfs and probably a lot. Oh, oh, that reminds me. Quality. I watched the I watched the Super Mario movie as well. That's right. That's pretty oh, good. Did you wasn't like it? it? It was okay. Yeah, I, oh. I can see why kids might like it. Sure. Yeah. yeah that was literally and, literally like, my response, Carrie. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought it was, was pretty like, pretty great. There's nothing. I mean, there is nothing like a good kids movie when you're a kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then the other game of note, Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon. Now, this is this is an interesting release for two reasons. One, there hasn't been an Armored Core game in a long, long time. Because, interesting reason number two, the company from software that makes Armored Core games has been making Souls-like games the entire time since then. Demon Souls, uh, Bloodborne, all the other Souls games... Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. So they're going back to their mech mech game right here, Armored Core Six, mm. and uh, that's you know that's a that's a thing. So it might be uh, up your alley now. Up being your that alley. It is a, being that it is a from software game, uh, understand that it'll probably not run very good when you release it when 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 they release it, and uh, just hope that they patch it up. But everyone will probably give it a pass because From Software is the developmental darling uh, du jour for some reason. I, I don't know. I'm not a Souls games guy, so I might sound bitter. But there you go. <laughs> I I wish I had done games last week because I would have talked about Vid uh, Electric doing Dangeresque, the Rumicide Triangulate, the, the latest Homestar Runner video game. That's about four. <laughs> yeah. Where, I where have... you you play you play Strong Bad as he's uh, Dangeresque, the world's greatest private eye slash crooked cop. So <laughs> classic. I have, Strong I have Bad. Stray Gods on my Steam wish list. You didn't buy it yet. I have been homeless, Tony. Oh, that's not an excuse. She's been going through some things. Yeah. Been going through some things. This is a game that was developed specifically for you. I know. And you haven't even bought it yet. It's mm. on my wish list. Look, she's got a real bed for the first time in almost a yeah. month. Tony, give her a break. Yeah. I've got a dresser over here. I stand by my statements. <laughs> is that everything? That's it. All right. Uh, did we get the link over into the Patreon for the after show? Yep. They got All it. All right. There you go. We just sent it there just now. So give us a few minutes and we'll be there. So mm -hmm. we've got to go again. to space and back. Yeah. It, that whole thing. And the bathroom Oops. and back. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that was. but uh, That was me. Someone, that was my bad. You clicked that was on my that. Bad. We can, we can I, highlight comments. So like right oh, here. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, right here where, um, hold on. Egg corrected me right here. Their games, games aren't Souls-like. They are Souls games, which he's right. They invented the genre, basically. So ah, okay. thank, thank you, Egg. All right. Uh, well, we'll be uh, back in our Patreon for the after party uh, coming up in just a few 15 moments. minutes. 15 minutes. What? Is it 15? 15 moments. Well, it's scheduled for 1245. We can, we can go on whenever oh. we want. Oh, but... okay. Well, well, we can take 15 minutes. Sure. 15 yeah. moments or less. Yeah. Right. Like a pizza. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> See you guys. Long and prosper, bitches. Bye. Bye.